useless is the wrong word, but areas in which could be utilized differently is maybe the best way to put it. Hiya, pals, and welcome to the show. I am, of course, the Wolf of Disney, and I am joined today by the the better half of the Started with a Mouse podcast. Miss Kathy is here. Kathy, thank you so much. I I I I put this together last minute. I texted you the other day, and I said, "Let's do this," and you said, "Let's do it." And and here you are. So thank you so much. Yeah, for, thank for you taking... for having me. Absolutely. Um, the, the first thing that I wanted to do, and I wanted to pick your brain just a little bit because I wanted to find out, obviously, you and John just recently moved down to Florida, mm-hmm. and I think you're in an area that sort of is a lot kinder, I guess is maybe the best way to put it, to exploring, going out and doing things. But I am curious, is there anything in particular lately that you and John have just been watching, uh, whether that's on Disney Plus or Hulu or anything of that nature is there anything that like you know and it can be h i don't care it could be anything like is there something that y'all have just been watching lately so we've been watching on disney plus the only thing on disney plus is they're the little pixar shorts where they're like a minute long and i think we binged all of them within like half an hour (laughs) um the other thing that we were watching is this is us i know it's silly but uh John, he has like the biggest heart for it. And I make him watch it all the time. (laughs) And I think he's more so into it than I am at this point. Um, But the only other thing we've really been watching is hockey. (laughs) It's hockey season. (laughs) I agree. You want to know something? Jennifer and I are huge fans of this. This is this. Are you? Oh, my gosh. We not to go on like a tangent about the show, but. I'm sort of in the same boat. Like I'm at a point where I'm not sure Jen is really all that into it anymore, but like, I'm like crying tears. I'm just like, Oh my God, Randall. And you know, Oh, like, you're like, what happened to Kevin? Because that was the biggest cliffhanger. That's 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 tomorrow. Yeah. Well tonight on Tuesday. So tomorrow night for us, that's tomorrow night. We'll be able to find out what happens to our boy Kev. So it's on a break right now. Yeah. I no, I think it's back on tomorrow. Is it okay? Okay, okay, good. Because I know it it's like e- went on a hiatus. Yeah, it's either tomorrow or next week. But okay. yes, I I love this is us. Um, Jennifer and I watch the blacklist. I don't know if you if you guys watch that, um, <laughs> but the blacklist. It's with James Spader, who voiced Ultron in um, in the Avengers: Age of Ultron, and James Spader is a phenomenal actor. He puts together a really cool. It's kind of a FBI most wanted type show, but it's, it's very good. It's, it's very, very intriguing. So, um, but I did, I just wanted to pick your brain. I love the Pixar shorts. I am a huge fan of the, one of the originals, um, you know, sort of pulling back to what you were talking about in the first place, but I love the one with all the birds It's for Mm -hmm. the birds. (laughs) They're just poking at his feet. Um, (laughs) It's probably, do you have a favorite, do you have a favorite short? Um, well, 
from the ones that we watched recently, it was the one with Buzz, where mm. he just like his wings just went, and then it went to like Ham, and Ham would fall over. That was my favorite. Anything Toy Story shorts is probably my favorite. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I um, I, I've always loved the shorts. They're probably like the best segue into a movie that that, mm -hmm. that exists for sure. Oh yeah. Um, so Kathy. I want to jump into to some news, uh, you know, keeping everybody sort of informed about the the whole Disney World and and everything that's going on. Um, recently, Wolfpack the the Jungle Cruise decided to sort of revamp the entire ride, which you know sort of caused some controversy. That kind of sort of caused you know some people to be a little up in arms. Very similar, to, in my opinion, to when. Um, Splash Mountain came out with the news that they were going to be changing things up. I don't think it's as as big as Splash Mountain was was sort of televised. I think that was that was really really big news. It came out during a time in the world where everything was sort of you know on fire in a sense. So I do think that this is a little interesting. It was sort of under under the radar, but I do think for me, I do think that this is a, a right call. Um, they're they're taking away some of the negative connotations of native native the natives that are in there, um, and I I think you know with the sort of the changes that are coming, it sort of does provide that opportunity for some new jokes, um, you know. And and for me, I love the Jungle Cruise. I love everything about it. I especially love the experience that you get when you go on with that driver and you have mm -hmm. the opportunity to sort of hang out with them. So. I'm really intrigued by this. And Kathy, I'm interested in your takes. What's sort of your thought process on this? So my immediate, my immediate thought when I saw the news was that maybe it was to revamp it to kind of gear it towards the movie coming out. But then after okay. I read it, I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. You know, we want um, cultural appreciation versus appropriation. And it would make more sense to do that. And I think um, a lot of the people that, you know, are, are concerned about it, I I typically go back to Walt Disney's quote, what he said, um, that progress is impossible without change. And I think in order to move forward, you know, as a, as a whole, like it's something that has to happen, you know, just to have that appreciation and and to teach kids that, you know, change is necessary in some in some aspects. And I think this is a big one. A absolutely. I, I really couldn't agree more with that. I think that so frequently whenever we're faced with an, uh, a moment of change and things that need to change, um, I really think that we get scared right? and we're afraid of essentially, you know, something that we're used to. And what's funny is, and I think, you know, we're so resilient as people that for, for whatever reason, once the change happens and we get used to it for like a day or a week or whatever it is, we, we, we don't even necessarily remember that it changed. It, it just sort of becomes sort of like the natural thing, which I think is really interesting. So mm -hmm. uh, most certainly, it, you know, again, it, it provides a little bit of controversy, which I think, you know, for people like us who have talk shows and can, can, can communicate about it, it does mm -hmm. sort of provide, you know, that extra level of content that I think we really enjoy. Yeah. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, like, like sort of we both touched on, I think that this is, this is the right move in terms of appropriation um, mm -hmm. you're not, you're not getting rid of the ride. You're not, you're not taking it all away. You're simply looking at it and just saying, all right, what can we do to, to make it a little bit better? And I think that the storyline, so just to give everyone sort of a little bit of a taste, it's the storyline is about now, it seems as though we're going to meet a skipper and his crew and, and, and basically the guests, 
you know, have found themselves in a little bit of a sticky situation. So, you know, like I said, the dad jokes are going to be galoring now. I'm, 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 I can't wait <laughs> to, uh, to hear the, the, you know, and I, and I think, you know, it'll still have the, the tie in like the backside of water, you know, you would have mm-hmm. missed this. if You were on that boat, you know, something like something like that will, will probably happen. So it'll be, it'll be interesting. I, I, yeah, I, I don't think that it's a bad move at all. I think it's a, I think it's the right move for sure. Yeah. And I think it's uh, very uh, minuscule compared to Splash Mountain because it's not a, a complete revamp. It's just, we're adding things that are going to better the ride and, you know, better the overall image of it. Yes, absolutely. No. And I, and I think, you know, it's exciting to, to sort of see, you know, sort, you know, with, with, the, with the entrance of Tron, with the entrance of, you know, sort of the retheming of Splash Mountain with this going on. Magic Kingdom to me is still one of my favorite parks. I love it to pieces. But mm-hmm. what I think, you know, I, I sometimes think about is, all right, well, what else What else can they do here to, to sort of keep that secondary fan like us who's been 100,000 times? And we love, the, we love the place. We love what it stands for. But this sort of provides the opportunity for us to see something different and it yes. sort of provides that a little extra excitement that comes along with going where it's like ooh, i get to go on the, the new jungle cruise like have you even <laughs> been yet you know yes. kind of like it kind of provides that snooty disney uh feeling that we sometimes get because we get to go so frequently but you know this this to me seems like a good move and i really do think that it's exciting for to see some some changes over at magic kingdom so yeah um, I do want to get into as well, um, some other aspects of the news here. Uh, and I'm, I'm just trying to pull it up the next thing that we were going to talk about, which is Disney plus. Um, so obviously with sort of the conversation that we just had about appropriation and, and, and making sure that things are really, you know, set in the proper tone, not only for us, but also for the next generation, our, our children, mm-hmm. uh, Disney did decide to pull off um, from children's profile several popular films from their streaming service. Um, you know, while these films can still be watched on adult profiles, um, basically a new content warning is going to be put in place um, before they can actually watch the film. And it gives you sort of just an overview of why they did it. Uh, where you can learn more about the appropriate stories of of sort of the movies that they are portraying. And also, you know, the list, just to really quickly give everybody the list, is Peter Pan, Dumbo, Swiss Family Robinson, and the Aristocrats. Um, so uh, thoughts on this, Kathy? I'm, I'm curious if if there was anything in, in between here. Obviously, very similar feeling to, to sort of everything else that the Magic Kingdom that those two rides that we've talked about are doing as well. But any thoughts on Disney plus doing this to, to the kids? <laughs> um, I think, I think this was a huge step for Disney and definitely a necessary one at that. Um, j- just like the, the revamp of jungle cruise. Mm-hmm. My biggest pickup on it is that kids pick up on a lot of things, you know, they're, they're, they're taught by, repetition and if they continuously watch these movies and their parents aren't you know telling them hey this was negatively depicted um we shouldn't be repeating these things you know these kids could go into schools and say 
hey, you know, this is what I saw on the aristocrats, you know, and right. it's it just, it's, it's a tumbleweed effect. And I think them putting that out there, it gives the parents a chance to, you know, kind of tell them this wasn't right. And you shouldn't be doing like, you shouldn't be repeating this kind of stuff rather than them just watching it on Disney plus and then taking it anywhere they would go. Yeah. I, I I've got to agree with that. I do think this provides the opportunity for, parents to have that conversation a little bit sooner. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't, I can't necessarily say that it was a necessary conversation in my household, but mm-hmm. it certainly feels like, you know, in today's environment, it's a conversation that needs to to be heard and a conversation that needs to be heard early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's really difficult to think that things like this were happening, you know, not that long ago, you know, right. when you look at the history of our world and the history of, you know, our people, it's, it's really, really sad, but I do think that this is the the proper step for Disney. I do think that Disney really did the right thing in saying, here's a message, you know, here's the movie. We're going to keep it for its historical standpoint for, for our company and mm-hmm. the things that it's, it's accomplished, but here is ultimately how we feel about it. Here is ultimately what we think. And while we don't agree with it, we're not necessarily going to take it completely away because of what it really provides still to an entertainment value. And again, like you sort of touched on and I saw it, I brought up as well. It, it provides that opportunity for parents to have that, that conversation early on and say, Hey, yes, it was in a film. Yes. It's something that, you know, we probably all giggled about, but it's not necessarily something that, that needs to be brought to the, to the forefront or out in public or, you know, anything of that nature. So it, mm-hmm. it, it certainly, it's a difficult conversation. I mean, I'm having difficulty, you know, walking along that line as well, mm-hmm. but it's, it's definitely one that, you know, sort of for me, the, the way that I try to look at things like this is you just have to be kind, mm-hmm. you know, be, be good, be a good person and that overall will help you know just sort of identify if you're not a good person then obviously there's a problem and if there it, there is a problem then you need to work on it so mm-hmm. this this is this really does provide that opportunity to uh to do that um so let's jump into some happy news because we yeah. the first the first the, right the first two articles here were kind of kind of like uh, you know, like slaps in the face, like, oh man, we gotta talk about this. Darn. Um, so the the fun news is that I, I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but the Raya and the Last Dragon, and hopefully it's either Raya or Raya. Absolutely, like the tra- I've watched the trailer probably three or four times now. Absolutely yeah. incredible. What what did you think, or have you seen? Oh it? my gosh, I agree. Um, I'm not sure which movie John and I went to see before. COVID happened that the teaser was in there and I was like, oh, it was fantastic. I don't think I've watched the trailer yet. The full trailer. I've seen the teaser, but I've heard things and I know you're excited about it. (laughs) And the the thing is, is, and I sort of, you know, we were sort of like tossing around this idea as well, but, and maybe we can, maybe even we can still do it. But I think um, Disney Pixar, like, I feel as though those two companies need some original content. It drives me bananas when I see, you know, Monsters University. It's like you couldn't think of anything else. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's 
nothing written down on a piece of paper or a napkin. Like, come on. <laughs> like, there's got to be something. And, and, and for us, like, we have, we have such creative minds that it's, it's just really, really sad to, to under, to like see that, mm-hmm. you know, um, because I think, you know, it's always good to have a sequel and I'm not trying to bash sequels, but God, will you come up with something new? And, and so this mm-hmm. I'm genuine. I, I've started, I've, I've jumped on the bandwagon train. I'm so excited about it. I want to be in the movie theater theaters. I want to like have, get the popcorn ready and um, yeah. all of those things. But the trailer was really good. Um, they show, they show the dragon, they show the exchanges between her and, and, and I'm going to probably say it. I think it's either Raya or Rhea. Um, I think it's Raya and um, the exchanges between the two of them because the dragon can talk. I'm like, all right, I'm like I'm in, Let, <laughs> let's just, let's go on a, let's go on a ride here. Yeah. Um, but I am, I'm genuinely excited. And I think what's really interesting about this is, and I'd love to see it. Is it, it again, it, it just brings to the forefront, a powerful female lead who mm-hmm. is confident, who is brave who is ready to tackle any challenge that's put in her way. And I think that, you know, there's always, there's always that princess complex that princesses don't necessarily get, you know, a hold of like, I think brave for me was one of the first moments where I was like, dang, she can handle, she can handle her own stuff. Yeah. She can, she can do it. Like she, all right, she's going to be okay. And, (laughs) She don't. She don't need no man. Like she's flinging <laughs> she's that. She's an independent woman, <laughs> right? That 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 to me, you know, was sort of one of those moments where I was like, yeah, like we need more of that, you know. Mm-hmm. And I and I talk on the opposite end, you know. There's, you know, there's not enough depictions of strong female leads. On the other side, there's not enough depiction of, you know, not necessarily sensitive. I don't want to use that word because it sounds sensitive but I, there's not enough depictions of like a sensitive guy you know or 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 male teachers is the is really the prime example like you know young as a young boy if i had like a male teacher who really tried to like help me and teach me and cater like to to my needs as sort of a a, a, a young boy mm-hmm. uh, i think that i would have i think it would have been nicer to to sort of grow up with that so I'm pumped about this particular movie. I don't mean to like bring up all these other aspects, but oh, no. I think it's it's definitely something that the general population needs and it definitely needs to be portrayed. So yeah. from that standpoint, very, very excited. Um, just to sort of give a little bit of a description, this Raya and the Last Dragon is described by the makers. It takes us on an exciting epic journey to fantasy world of Kuma where humans and dragons live together long ago in harmony but when an evil force threatened the land the dragons sacrificed themselves to save humanity now almost 500 years later the same evil has returned and it's up to a lone warrior raya to track down the legendary last dragon to restore the fractured land and its divided people so what i take from that is that she's going to not only need this dragon but she's also going to need to come together with her community to 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 kick some butt so i'm mm-hmm. i'm excited i really am uh pumped for this movie i've jumped on the band the bandwagon and uh <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm excited indeed i'm excited um, too it gives any me closing like, thoughts? yeah um it gives me like mulan mulan vibes 
because Ooh, she's yes. just so strong and like independent and it seems like she's going to face like a lot of adversity on her journey with this dragon. So I'm like really excited about it, but I wanted to bring up something and me and John yeah. have talked about this on our podcast and I don't know if we've talked about it with you, but the whole idea of new ideas mm. is far like instead of sequels, you know, John yeah. brings up a very good point all the time. He says, you know, as us as nineties babies, we have all these fantastic movies, you know, the princesses and just the original ideas. And if we were to have children, there's not that many original ideas. They're, they're the, you know, the live action versions and this, that, and the other. So I think this is great for like this generation yes, to have this I, such an original idea. Uh, absolutely agree. <laughs> because, because here's the thing, like, you know, if, if I were to start a family right now, you know, in a, in a couple of years when they're ready to watch movies and films, it'd be like, all right, well, here's Aladdin, the original version. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? right. And, and, and what's funny is like several, several years from that point, they'll be like, no, dad, I want to watch the new one. <laughs> and I just don't know that I'll be able to do that. Like, no, we're yeah. watching the Robin Williams. <laughs> um, the OG. <laughs> but, but no. Yeah, we're watching the OG. Like, this is the one that we're watching. You sit down mm -hmm. and you enjoy it. You ain't never had a friend like me anymore if you don't watch this movie. <laughs> so <laughs> that's the way that it's going to be. So um, it, 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 it provides sort of another conversation because I, I love the fact that you and John have talked about this. Mm -hmm. Do you have, do you have, and, and we've almost got to like tell Disney either stop listening or you need to pay us, but do you have an original idea for, for one of like either Disney or Pixar? I don't have like a premise. I mean, I have a premise of it. I don't have like it in full detail and you touched on it and I was so frustrated when you touched on it. Cause I'm like, he stole my idea. Oh. Um, oh, no. <laughs> I want a strong male lead. Because okay. I feel like the 90s movies that we got, we have all of these female princesses who are so dependent on males. Mm -hmm. The only thought, like, you have Aladdin, but I feel that Jasmine kind of stole his thunder a little bit. You know, it's 50-50 it's, it's in that movie. It's not just about Aladdin. Yeah. She comes into right. play in her life. And yep. the only movie that I can think of that has a strong male lead is Tarzan. But then Jane comes in and steals his story. Right. So it's like, what, what what do you have with a with a? It, it doesn't even have to be a prince. It, I just would right. like something based on a male perspective. Yeah, yeah. Because Wally, like he was he was a pushover too, and I get that. <laughs> you know, Carl Fredrickson. I mean, he was just a grumpy old man. Yeah. Yeah, I get. He it. wasn't relatable. Uh, yeah. No. Well, not. <laughs> I mean, there are moments where I feel like him for sure, where I'm just like. <laughs> Get away from me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sir, do you need any help today? No. <laughs> so there are moments, there are moments where I feel like him. But um, I think for me, I, I had this idea. Oh goodness, I don't know, like a week or so ago. And I I, I actually wrote uh screenplays and, and things of that nature for college. And I think about stuff like this way, way too much, but I thought about um, I thought about this world, not a, not a world, but I thought about this young boy who, who just like loses, 
his dad or not necessarily his dad because that's a play on onward. So I was like, maybe he loses his brother, his older brother that he really loves and cared about. And the brother comes in in the form of a shadow and he sort of like watches over him from like the standpoint of the shadow and sort of gives him tips like, hey, like those people are going to be okay. Like go hang out with them, go explore, like go be like whoever it is you want to be. And, you know, the, the kid's not necessarily an outcast, but has different interests. Like he likes video games or he likes, he doesn't like the sports, like the real cool guys, you know, like things mm-hmm. like that. But the shadow like sort of comes in and he can like, you know, just sort of push him in the right direction. So like, I I, I kind of like that idea. Um, I do too. Yeah, it was fun. You I, need to pitch this to Disney. I, right and see i can i can see pixar being like oh cool thanks yeah no we'll we'll uh we'll we'll be in touch <laughs> wait there's a dead family member we're good we're good we got this yeah. right exactly oh yeah you got one of those you have to yeah yeah we'll we'll, we'll sign it up right now um <laughs> but, but i do i do think about stuff like that all of the time and I do think, you know, we both we, we both have pets and you're a new pet mom. But I do I think that they, they congratulations. Izzy is so Thanks. cute. Um, <laughs> I do. I do think that they can do something, you know, on the idea of pets, because I think, you know, obviously you had DreamWorks and um, a couple other animation studios who have done things with pets. But I do think that they're like I think of Oliver and company. I think mm-hmm. of like. It wasn't necessarily a successful film, even though like the cast was phenomenal. But there are things that they could do with pets to make people. I, I think they could realize how important a pet is to like their life. Like mm-hmm. in in the I'm trying to think the one with um, Kevin Hart, where like the pets did their own thing. They left like the humans weren't there to interact with the animals. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting how animals affect us so much. And mm-hmm. I think that would be an interesting story, you know, get, and I think, you know, the, the story of dog or whatever it was, you know, the live action, that was a good play on that. But I think there mm-hmm. are things that you could do from an animation standpoint to make that really, really cool. Oh so, yeah. I think about it way too much. <laughs> <laughs> you need to pitch it to Disney. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, I, I do. I probably, uh, I probably should write an email tonight while I have it on my mind. <laughs> and before they listen to the podcast because they'll they'll just like oh yeah this kid's brilliant mm-hmm. <laughs> it this all leads me to my next question for you kathy and and obviously down in the down in the disney world area now i know um I, I think that for the most part they've been closed since you've been there but the water parks are are set to reopen soon have you been do you like them are they a must do are they a, nah, i'm good i'm curious they were a pass until I moved here. <laughs> okay. So I actually haven't been to a Disney water park in 17 years. Wow. It's been that long. I think it was right when I'm not sure when Typhoon opened, but I think it was around the time that it had opened. Maybe. Um, yeah. I enjoyed it as a young adult, I guess, but it, it was never a must do for me, but moving here, in the summer in 110 degree weather it's going to be a must yeah. do and i mean <laughs> the pricing for the, the water parks are significantly cheaper too like than just the regular parks if you're not an annual pass holder i think it's like 70 dollars for a day yeah, it's, it's really not, not it's bad not, it 
it's not bad at all. And you know, I I was I, I've said now a couple of times I've never been, no. and it's not necessarily that I don't want to go. I just I I'm not like so we have water country up where I am from, and and they have this really corny theme song that I just, you know, I hear it and I'm like, I don't even know if I want to go there. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just one of those things where I hear water park. I have that, that, that association. And I'm just like, eh, I'll just go to Epcot today. I'm good. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, but I'll be curious. I'll be curious because I've heard like, I've heard there's one that's better than the other. I've heard that some aspects of it are really neat. So I'll be curious, like, you know, when, when more people are able to go and like, especially people like you that I know and I trust their opinion, like mm -hmm. to say, nah, this one was a pass. This one I'd go to again, like on a pinch. So sure, yeah. uh, for me, for me, I'll be, I'll be interested for, for the review on that from, from you guys. But I think for the most part, I, I lean towards, I'm just going to go to Epcot <laughs> or I'm going to go to Magic yeah. Kingdom you're engulfed in like the theme parks. It's not really like you think about, and I mean, it might be the same for you, but whenever we're at like the resort for our honeymoon, we didn't even think twice to go to like the resort pool because we were just yeah. so engulfed in going to the theme parks. And I think that's kind yeah. of the same thing with the water parks. Like they're, they're vastly overlooked, I think. Yeah, I think so. And it's, it's a similar, it's a similar thought process for the, uh, the mini golf areas that are, that are on the outskirts of, of the mm -hmm. resort areas. It's just, you know, it's one of those things where we have the running joke in the car when, when Jennifer and I are down there, like, Oh, do you want to go mini golfing? <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> nah, not today. <laughs> we'll go to Epcot or we'll go like down to Disney Springs. But yeah, yeah. It is, it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, it, it's, it's, um, it just provides sort of that, that funny moment. Like, you know, because I think for so many people, What's interesting is a lot of people when they go to Disney, there is that connotation of like, all right, I'm here, I'm I'm gonna enjoy my vacation and I'm gonna do vacationy things and mini golf and and or golfing in general mm -hmm. is just one of those things that people do, you know, and and it's it's just for us, it's like, oh no, we're gonna we're gonna go right over to the parks and mm -hmm. you know, or spend the day at the pool and, and enjoy the luxury of of being being there. And it's it's true, it's just like yeah, I didn't even I didn't even think of that. Really. Yeah. So, and that's why, you know, part of the conversation that I had with John and you and, and DVC, it's like, I don't care really where I stay. I just I want to get over to where I'm going with the parks and, and, and enjoying it. So exactly. It, it's um, it does. It, it, it provides sort of an interesting perspective when people are like, no, I've got to go to the water park. And I'm like, all right, well, about it because i'm not really too sure too sure why have you have you been uh, here for two weeks is this just like you're, yeah, are you trying to make yeah. a busy day <laughs> right you need a busy day you need you need something to do yeah. um but i do i do love a good um so at the beach club which is where we stayed this last trip i love the lazy river they've got like this it's a it's a moderate sized lazy river and on a really hot day I could get in that lazy river and I could sit there all day. So if I was there for two weeks and needed something to do and there's a big lazy river and I can mm -hmm. just sit there all day, I could probably do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
so so as we as we continue on here, I do want to take a moment to sort of provide. I've been trying really as as much as possible to give proper updates about the parks, about sort of what their COVID uh, protocols have been. And obviously with the sort of the new news that's coming out in terms of um, the vaccination and things of that nature, Disney did release uh, within the day um, that they're still going to require masks, even if they're vaccinated for COVID-19. Also uh, within the statement they provided, uh, it's also stating that groups that are larger than 10, excuse me, um, should be split into smaller groups to allow for increased physical distancing. So my friend Maggie, who goes, you know, pretty frequently to Disney with a very, very large group is going to have some difficulty here because if you're there with more than 10 people, they're going to say, Hey, you got to sort of figure out where everybody's going. Now, I think I I don't necessarily think that there's going to be a whole lot of families of 10 that are mom, dad, and you know, the eight kids, but (laughs) Obviously, those things can happen. So, you know, you you do just sort of have to pick and choose. And Mm -hmm. and for me, I'm not a parent, but I do know the element of just saying you're going with this group. You're going with that group. That's the way that it's going to be as opposed to saying, well, do you want to sit with grandma or do you want to sit with dad? And -hmm. it's like, no, you've got to just say that's where you're going. It's going to be a lot of fun yeah. and, and just, and just go and, and do that. And, you know, we learned, I learned that in sales a long time ago. Like, Oh, we're going to test drive this one. I think you're going to like this one. And it's just, <laughs> a, it's just the, 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 the act of a good persuasion almost. So um, it does, it does sort of provide some, um, some interesting elements, but I do think that they're easy enough to work around. What are okay. your thoughts, Kathy? Uh, I mean, I kind of saw this coming. I I didn't expect Disney to be the first to lift any mask regulations um, as far as COVID goes. I think once we start to see, you know, more of the vaccines being open to the general public and not just in these phases that they might, you know, slip up a little bit like, okay, um, it's something that we have to live with now and we're not going to require masks for the entirety of, of the rest of forever. <laughs> um, but, you know, once once majority of the population has gotten those vaccines, I think we'll start to see some type of normalcy with it. But I, I mean, I can't imagine a group of even 10 people going to Disney right now anyway, you know, bringing yeah. grandpa and grandma and aunts and uncles and this, that and the other. I, I just I, I don't I don't foresee that being an issue for them. So, yeah, I agree. And I think, you know, you sort of hit a good point in terms of um, them not being the first ones to do it. I think that for the most part, and you could probably speak more to this than I can, but I do think that in terms of proper protocols, ensuring that people are being to the best of their ability safe, I do think that Disney has, like, I feel safer going to Disney than I do going into my own, like, we we have what's called market basket here for for shopping. I feel mm-hmm. I feel a little bit safer going to Disney than I do to market basket. Now I'm not trying to say market basket doesn't do a good job in terms of keeping everything clean, but Disney is just this whole other level. I mean, there's there's mm-hmm. places to literally wash your hands right outside of you know rides and attractions and places to shop. Mm-hmm. Like wash your hands, not just sanitize, yeah. but wash your hands. There's a and, washing uh, station. <laughs> right, right. Um, so. It, it definitely, you know, it doesn't surprise me one bit. I do think, you know, like we sort of talked about, I do think that there aren't going to be that many groups of 10 
together. Um, and, and, and if there are, you know, there's, there's maybe four or in a six or there's five groups of two or whatever the case may be. I, I do think it's easy enough to sort of work around that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and with kids, I think it's even easier to just say, no, you're going here <laughs> and, there. And, yeah. and, 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 and keep it easy and simple for, for everybody. So, um, Kathy, before we get into sort of our, our main attraction here and the, the, the big thing that we're going to talk about, um, obviously had your, had your other half on, on last week, um, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. I, I, I appreciated you allowing him to come on and, and chat with me. Because uh, as I've mentioned, I'm a huge fan of your show, and I genuinely love the banter between the two of you. <laughs> and uh, I would love to hear, you know, from you. Where can the Wolf Pack go and follow your adventures? Go and follow you and uh, your wonderful husband, who uh, I can see in the corner of my eye. Hello, <laughs> sir. <laughs> um, so we have a Facebook group started with a mouse podcast. Um, we're trying to grow it more, you know. I think John had mentioned this in his episode. We're kind of calling it 2.0 right now um, because we did take oh. that that brief hiatus. <laughs> and uh, we're just trying to get back on the wagon. Um, we do have another episode releasing tomorrow. So <laughs> we recorded it tonight. Um, yeah. You can find us on Instagram. I'm not big on Instagram anymore, so it's kind of hard for me to update there. But you can follow us on there. It's... um started with a mouse underscore podcast. Um, we do have an email started with mouse podcast at gmail.com that, you know, if any ideas come about, um, message us on there. Um, the next, yeah, <laughs> do it old school. <laughs> um, next, I'm actually very excited for the next project I have coming up. Um, I'm a type one diabetic and I actually was approached by one of our listeners who had said, I would love to hear an episode about, you know, diabetic friendly eating at Disney. And I was like, I could make that into a whole series, you know, diabetic friendly and keto, or if you're trying to watch your weight. So, um, that's definitely something to look forward to as well. Yeah. I mean, you, there's so much you can do with that because I mean, there's so many resorts that have food. There's Disney Springs. There's the boardwalk. I mean, it gives you the opportunity to go hang out at all these cool places too. So um, <laughs> yeah. that that's really exciting. I'll, I'll really look forward to that because I think, you know, we had we had a listener um, or I had a friend of mine not too long ago who who said his daughter had some very um, special dietary needs and Disney. Mm-hmm knew what it was they knew how to handle it they they prepared her own separate meal and it he said it was they i think they did a disney cruise and he said it was absolutely phenomenal the the amount of intelligence they had about her problem and like it blew them away so yeah it, it's pretty incredible how in depth and how you know skilled and understanding they are of all of those things it really is oh yeah pretty cool. absolutely yeah i'm excited um yeah, no, that's that's exciting stuff. I'm I'm excited for you. Hey, you know, why don't before we get into this next seven, let's take a quick break. Let's go get something to eat. Let's wash our hands and we'll see you real soon. The Wolf and Wookie, a WDW podcast, is brought to you by Enchanting Escapes by Lori. Lori and her team are there to help you plan your dream 
vacation. So whether that's Disney, Universal, or any other destination, the Wolfpack can leave the details to them and enjoy the beauty of your destination without the hassle of the planning. Now, I'm sure you're asking yourself, Wolf, why in the world would I want to pay someone to plan my vacation? You're all about giving the tips, the Wolf tips. Well, luckily, it is completely free to utilize their services. Having to pay someone more is a complete misconception. Utilizing the master planning of Lori or one of her team members will actually save you money by always price monitoring and applying deals or promotions to your reservation. They are the ones that have to stay on hold for hours so that way you don't have to. Disney actually pays them to take care of your every travel need. And they're also there to deal with any problem that may arise while you're visiting the park. So instead of spending your valuable time at the front desk, you could be in the parks with your family while Lori is on the phone dealing with any problem. Are you interested in a free quote? Head over to EnchantingEscapesByLori.com and let Lori start planning your dream vacation today. Again, that's www.EnchantingEscapesByLori.com. Wolfpack, a picture is truly worth a thousand words. And one thing we talk a lot about on this show is making sure you remember those vacations with the people that you love. So whether you're coming to Florida to visit Disney or even its surrounding areas, Hinson Photography specializes in vacation portraits for everyone. This is a wonderful souvenir that you and the ones you love will absolutely never forget. Visit Hinson Photography, so that's H-I-N-S-O-N, photography.com, or call 386-478-8099 to learn more about booking vacation portraits with Hinson Photography. Again, that is Hinson, H-I-N-S-O-N, photography.com, or call 386-478-8099 to learn more about the packages that they offer. So, Kathy, I thought that it would be fun to sort of pick apart Disney in terms of some of the, I'll call, not, ugh, useless is the wrong word, but areas in which could be utilized differently is maybe the best way to put it. Okay. And I, I, will, I will go first and provide the example because... Okay. Um, I, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm setting sort of the proper, proper tone, but, um, the one that immediately came to mind, now I recently was over at the beach club. I stayed there and across the way is the boardwalk, which is one of my favorite resorts. Mm -hmm. And you have this beautiful picturesque, you got the ESPN club, you've got, um, tortellini Alfredo, you've got the <laughs> abracadab bar. <laughs> <laughs> you have you have the boardwalk resort, you have jelly rolls, and then you've got this big building over to the right hand side that says dance hall. And it is it I've never heard of a dance hall extravaganza. I've never heard of of anything of the sort. Um, so this area to me just seems so underutilized, underappreciated. It just doesn't seem like anything goes on there. And I've said the boardwalk a few times and I, I've heard of jelly rolls now several times. I've heard that's the place to be, but mm -hmm. I'm like, all right, well then what is this like 
dance hall thing. Um, and the, the thought process is, all right, so what would I do with it? Mm-hmm. And for me, when I think of a boardwalk and I'm thinking of New Jersey or I'm thinking of, you know, some places down in Rhode Island or Connecticut, they always have some of the coolest arcades. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would love for the boardwalk to have a full functioning, really cool walk around area that is all arcades. You know, you've got the, the whack-a-mole, you've got the ski ball, you've got, and, and here's the thing, like you could make that part of my resort package, you know, and, and include it somehow, you know, you, like you go in and you show your, your magic band, like, Hey, I'm staying here. It's included. Like, I don't necessarily even need to win any prizes, but like just the experience of like tossing the ski ball and hitting the whack-a-mole and like playing those yeah. cool, fun arcade games. Like you could put Wreck-It Ralph in there and you could like, there's so many cool things I think that you could do. Um, and maybe you have it be, you know, I, I'm blanking on what Wreck- Wreck-It Ralph's um, arcade like center is, but call it that like i don't care i just think that that place is so underutilized that you could do something really kind of fun with it yeah and i mean the boardwalk itself is kind of um it gives you and i don't want to say carnival but almost like carnival feel just from the the storefronts that you see and i think that that would actually work very well like you like you said you could have those arcade games and it be included almost like Mm -hmm. an upscale carnival i I think that'd be really fun Get some cotton candy in there and some, some you popcorn, know, and you're good. You're yeah, good. I like good. that idea. Hey, thanks. <laughs> hey, I, that, that's would, what you're here for, <laughs> right? That is what's what I'm here for. I think I I I was where I think we were actually walking back from when we I think it was when we were at dinner when we were walking back. Mm-hmm. I looked over at you know sort of the landscape of the boardwalk and I was like. God, like it's so beautiful, but then there's that big building and there's nothing going on. Like, imagine if there were these big neon lights and it was like arcade. And you know, I sort of just thought of like Atlantic City in a sense. Like they yeah. obviously have the big casinos, but it would be so cool. And the kids would love it. The kids would love it. The kids would eat it up. And yeah. and, and if you didn't want to like include it in your resort package, it would be a money grab for, for Disney. All the quarters that they would get. Oh my gosh! Absolutely man. crazy, and the price of silver is through the roof. So if they get any silver quarters, they'd they'd be happy as dogs over there. <laughs> God, I really need to start just writing these down and just sending them to them <laughs> so they can say, "Yeah, <laughs> no, you should probably, just, yeah, just yeah, you should probably just talk about this in your podcast." <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, <laughs> no, I like, yeah. I really like that idea, and I don't think, I don't think it would just be for the kids. I mean, I, I'd go there. <laughs> Me too. I would. I would hang out. Absolutely. They would have one of those like coin pushers and you'd have to collect six of the cards to get like some silly prize. And I would be like, I got to get all six of those before I lose my mind. So, you'd be there for six that, hours. Jen would be like, we got to go to dinner. What are you doing? Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> that, that would exactly would be. <laughs> so it is your turn. I would, I can't wait to hear what, what, what Kathy thought up. Okay. So I kind of went in a different direction than you did. Um, okay. I So one of mine is an area that is used, but not used well. And the okay. other two are kind of barren areas, I guess. Um, yeah. So the first one, John and I talk about this a lot, a lot, a lot. So 
we live approximately 17 minutes from Disney. So we constantly, our exit to our house is right there. You you see Magic Kingdom and you, you see the, the signs. And every time it never fails, we go through there. We see ESPN Wide World of Sports. Yeah. And it is so underutilized. It, it, it just, it upsets us a lot. Um, mm -hmm. They used to have, we, we, we're big hockey fans, you know that. And yeah. they could have so much. They could do, you know, adult leagues there with, you know, X amount of dollars to for the entry fee to just enter the like tournaments or anything. And it doesn't even just right. have to be hockey. You could have one weekend football, one weekend soccer, one weekend hockey, baseball, you name it, it's there. And I just, yeah. I, it's just a big area full of nothing. It seems like, I don't know. Yeah. Got to agree. Uh, you know, I think the ESPN, like that whole complex is just so vastly underutilized. And, you know, with the amount of technology that's available now, it just, it amazes me that they haven't put something together. Mm -hmm. And even, even if they did something where it was just like a big gift shop with like, you know, the different teams and memorabilia and things of that nature, like that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, you know, and have, and have like a retired, you know, player, one, one retired player every other day or every other week or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, to draw some people in. Because I think that, you know, even if you took a sport like soccer and you said, Hey, you know, we're going to bring in Taylor, you know, Taylor Twelman, who was a, a starting striker for the New England Revolution. I'm only saying that because I, I know him. He's a he's a commentator for ESPN. You know, have him go down there, sign some soccer balls for the people who love soccer mm -hmm. and and call it a day. Like, you know, don't don't you don't necessarily need to charge an entry fee, but you could, mm -hmm. you know, and and give the opportunity to meet meet the stars, meet the people who, you know, of ESPN. And there you go. You could do it. Like meet the stars of ESPN, Taylor mm -hmm. Twelman, Teddy Bruschi, you know, mm -hmm. Jeff Saturday. Like there's so many names that are working for your company that mm -hmm. could go down there, sign a few football, sign a few hockey pucks, whatever. Right. And, and just move on. So I agree. It's, it's too bad. That's not utilized more. And I, I suspect, and this is, this is maybe a hot take, but I, I have a feeling that if they don't do something soon, they're probably just going to say, well, what, what else can we do with this land? And I hope, I really hope that it's not build another, you know, resort, because I think at this point, the people need something to go to other than mm -hmm. the four parks. I think they're ready for something more, but I fear it's going to be, well, we need to, we need to put up more people because there's going to be such a demand mm -hmm. for the parks after the pandemic that it's going to be like, well, we should just make another resort. Right. And, and here, here I am going, I'm putting on that suit for everybody. When I should be saying, no, 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 no. <laughs> And you know um, what? You actually, uh, I was thinking about this too. You know, we, we've been to the Hockey Hall of Fame in Canada. You could even put in, you know, become a broad a broadcaster for ESPN or something in there where you're reading off a prompter and you you get the video of you reading off a prompter or something like that. And then um, you were talking about golf courses. You were talking about right. mini golfing. Why not have a golf simulator for all the dads out there who honestly don't want to be at Magic Kingdom? And you can tell they don't want to be at Magic Kingdom with their families. <laughs> they yeah. could just go there for a day, you know? Exactly. And that, that for me is a whole nother conversation for another day because some of those dads really mm -hmm. blow my fuse. They grind but your gears. <laughs> they do. But I do agree, you know, give them something to, like, you know, if they're having a miserable time, like whatever, go. 
just yeah. go. Like, I don't <laughs> want to deal with you anymore. Uh, but you bring up an awesome point, and, and I don't even know if you caught it, but you went to the Hockey Hall of Fame. Like, make replicas of the Hall of Fames. You know, it, right. you, you've got you've got these awesome replicas out in Epcot to go visit the different countries. Make replicas of the Baseball Hall of Fame, the Hockey Hall of Like, make mm-hmm. – even if they're small, like, mm-hmm. give everyone the opportunity to see something that, you know – Canton Hall, like go in and like take it all in. And mm-hmm. I think with like the different smells that they're able to create, like there'd be that that would be such an incredible atmosphere. Mm-hmm. It would give so many people the ability to sort of take in that that ambiance, that wow factor of like, wow, here's a bust of, you know, you name it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh it just it like Peyton, like Peyton Manning, you know, like it would it really would be incredible for something like that. Like have, have a replica of the Stanley cup, which is one mm-hmm. of the most incredible trophies in the whole entire world. Um, we know that because we're hockey fans, but mm-hmm. you know, put, put, put a couple of Lombardis in there. Like the Patriots have plenty of them. Like they, they could obviously, <laughs> allow <laughs> I'm just picking, I'm just, you know, they, they could, they could throw one up there for a couple weeks, you know, yeah, but, yeah. but, but again, no, that would like, that would be an allure. Like, Hey, guess what? The, 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 you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers third Super Bowl trophy will be here this week. Come on down and mm-hmm. take some photos, you know, like things like that would be an alert. And in a weird sense, here's what I'm thinking, like, oh, all those Pittsburgh Steelers fans, they're going to be down over there today. I'm going to be able to get on, you know, on exactly. the mention a little bit quicker. So it, it it it's a really, really good point. I love it. Thanks. Um, so my next one actually came as we were leaving Magic Kingdom. So we we parked in the ticket and transport center, and as you're leaving there, they sort of keep you over to the left-hand side if you're going out to the parking lot. And I noticed that there's this building that that used to function as like the Lost and Found, and um, you know I think they had like a little gift shop in there. Again, seems useless to me. <laughs> I, like you can put you can put the Lost and Found over in the park. You can put, or you can put, like, bring it back over to the resort. Um, to me, I would love to see that area utilized as a area where you could do it every other hour, you could do it every half hour, but characters, multiple different characters from multiple different settings, from multiple different like universes, are in there just waving people goodbye. And you got Mickey, you got Minnie, you got Goofy, you got like the the four, Fab Four in there just waving people goodbye. Even if it's only for like 15, 20 minutes or they come out every other half hour or every hour, just something for like five minutes, just simple wave, a real simple wave. And I think like with the technology that they have, they could plan it out and they could make sure that like the majority of the people that are there and parked in the parking lot could see it and could say all right, bye. You know, thanks for coming. We'll see you real soon. Like, and you can have that little, like, you know, voiceover going out there saying, Hey, we'll see you real soon. Like, thanks for coming. Um, and I thought about that, you know, when, during our last trip, I was like, dang, like, this is such an underutilized space they could do, you know, they could put like, you know, when, when, when Marvel really comes into town, they could put the guardians of the galaxy in there. They could put Tony Stark in there, you know, just thanks for coming. So that's, that's my unutilized space change your upper that's what i'm gonna call it <laughs> even even theme it you know like the christmas parties and the halloween parties you know have them in their like there's different suits and and honestly and I, my mind goes here 
you're giving more people jobs, especially with COVID right now. You're bringing mm -hmm. back furloughed cast members because you're going to need to have a Mickey that's on the parade floats, you know, in Magic Kingdom. But you're also going to need another Mickey that's waving by to you, you know? Exactly. And I think, you know, for me, I thought, okay, we'll keep them behind the wall in, in this glass area. Mm -hmm. But you make it sort of like a, a glass house. You know, they come out, they wave, they they do a little dance. Maybe they do a little number. I don't know. But I agree. It gives everyone sort of the opportunity to do a job that, you know, gets them the work. And I'm not trying to say that being Mickey Mouse or being Minnie Mouse is difficult, but standing and waving goodbye, listen, that's easy enough for me. I would do it. <laughs> yeah, I do so, it. <laughs> you know, so even if it's like three or four hours and, and they do, you know, six days a week, that's, hey, that's something, right, you know, yeah. Um, it, it definitely, to me, just like I said, it just seems like an underutilized space. I think there's more that they could do with it to make it a little bit more fun. You know, mm -hmm. you put Honor and Elsa in there, I'm sure thousands of girls are going to be, oh, my God, hi. Oh, my God, bye. <laughs> you know, and, and, and you you just you you keep. But at the same time, like you just got to figure out how do you keep me people moving? Because obviously they're trying to avoid shows, things of that nature. But I thought, mm -hmm. all right, well, maybe if they're just waving goodbye, like they'll get it. But, you know, it's kind of like one of those dinner parties, like, okay, bye. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, thanks for coming. <laughs> yeah. And it's, but. it's also like how they, how they line up at the, um, the end of the night at magic kingdom where the rail, the, the railroad is right there. Right. And they're just like, yep. bye. I mean, you don't really see an influx of guests kind of like storming there to get their picture, but it, it just offers that like last goodbye. But yep. I, I like that idea. <laughs> hey, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just hire him already, Disney. <laughs> no, it's time. I don't. I don't need a whole lot, but I'd like a little. <laughs> a short a list of idea. demands. <laughs> sure, it's it'd be really like I'd be very concise. I can say that much <laughs> for sure. Yeah, it is your turn, my dear. Okay, <laughs> River Country. Ooh, I was yeah. wondering if this was going to get brought up. Yeah. So um, it's just an abandoned area, obviously, but I believe Reflections was supposed to go there. Sounds correct. And they just stopped doing Reflections because they didn't have the money to do it. Mm -hmm. So that brought up, you had mentioned a point earlier where you're, you're concerned that, you know, if ESPN doesn't go anywhere, that they're just going to say, hey, we need to put a new resort here. Whereas you have an abandoned area where you're not doing anything with it like river country where you had the money and then unfortunately COVID hit and you lost a lot of money and you can't make that happen. But I, I it, it's been what? No, 20 years now. Right I think there, it yeah. closed in 2001. I think it's been like 20 years and you haven't done anything with it. I, I, I just, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I feel yeah. like Forky. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, yeah, it, I agree. You know, I, I, I didn't necessarily understand the the initial idea of River Country, mm -hmm. um, but I do agree. Like you've got this, you've got this area. What, what are you? What are you doing? I, I, Look, I, looking at you. Okay, what are you? Doing? <laughs> I, I had thought like you could put a third water park there. I mean, you, you could not that, I mean, we just talked about this, not that, you know, a lot of people, I don't feel like a lot of people go to the water parks, 
but you could utilize that or even put um like a a makeshift beach or something you know a pool and anything you're just not utilizing the space to your advantage at all you know um even i i'm trying to think of like where river country is located on the map i want to say it's it's kind of like magic magic kingdom's here i think Mm -hmm. it's like over to like above epcot i think it's in that section there like it could be really wrong um, it could be over near Animal Kingdom. I don't. Know. I think it's over near. It's Magic in the Kingdom. general vicinity of. <laughs> you want to know something? It, it's in between that area there somewhere. <laughs> so, but it, it makes um, me wonder why they 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 bought the land what two to three years ago for the solar panels. Couldn't they have utilized that for the solar panels versus buying the more? I don't know. That's just, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> What's funny? What's funny about conversations like this, and I, I, I do just want to bring this up for a second, is I always think there's this big board meeting of Disney executives, and there's got to be one guy, like just one, who just goes, "Guys, what, what are we thinking here? Like, what are, we, like, what are we doing?" And I hope that he's got like a Boston accent, or maybe, maybe he's even from New York, and he's just like, "Guys, what are we doing here? I don't understand this." Like. There's got to be one who's just like a real, like real life fan, understands everything that's going on, but also is just like, guys, I don't think this is going to work. We got to, we got to revamp here. We got to rethink. <laughs> but based off of everything that's going on, obviously the other people are just like, nah, listen, we're not going to listen to you for a little while. Why don't you go, why don't you go look at the Duncans for us? Okay, bud. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to have, he's got to have a Boston accent. <laughs> Yeah, there we go. That that would be fun. All right, so I said that we could do three. Um, so my third one is um, all right. Bear with me here because this one, this one's maybe a little bit more controversial. Okay. And I think that there are a lot of people who enjoy this, and I get, I get it. But there's also me who thinks, oh, this is so bad. I. Oh, I'm really, I'm really gonna step on some toes here by saying this. Nervous. I very, I very much dislike. Okay, when you come off Spaceship Earth, and you have this big globe in front of you, absolutely, I love that. I think that's mm-hmm. super cool. However, all these little games that they have, like the hockey and the get rid of it, I, I absolutely cannot stand it. What I would like to see instead is something like this. I'd like an area where you can go and you can, you know, capture your video that mm-hmm. they they provide for you in in the in the in the ride. So let me go up to, to and and swipe my magic band and let me have that because I like it and it makes me happy. And then in the other area, I'd like to see a more def- like a more definitive map of the world. So you obviously have the big globe, everybody kind of comes down but I would love to see like different sections be different parts of the globe. So like you have all of, you know, central, the Asia area you have, like, I'd love to see Russia up there. Like, and then show me more specifically how far people have come to, to be there. I think that something like that would be really cool as opposed to some kid, like trying to kick a fictional, like not real 
ball, like light ball. Like, get out of my way. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to see myself on the map, okay? Like, that's that's how I feel about it. But I do, like, I think that, like, a set, like show me the United States, show me Alaska and Hawaii, and show me, like, more specifically where all these people are coming from. Because here's the thing, and I thought, and the way that I thought about this may sound strange, because we were at a Chick-fil-A in Orlando, well, in that area. There's one, there's one oversorted near Vineland, and they have this big, they have this big map of the United States, and they they have all these little uh, like pins that you can like you can put exactly where you're from, and I whenever we go, I grab my pin and I, I put it up there, and I thought, wow, wouldn't this be cool? Like if you could see just how many people are are coming and riding Spaceship Earth, I think that would be so cool. I think that'd be awesome. And you know what? I think it might be plausible now more so because of COVID because they have all those games shut down, right? Yeah, right now? Exactly. So yeah. they might, I mean, they might be listening then and they might take it on. And and <laughs> if they wanted, if they wanted to do this whole light thing on the floor thing, they could put the map on the floor and oh have kids gosh. look at it. They can have kids look at it that way if that's yes. what they wanted. But I do think that a nice big like make it a make it the whole make it the whole room like a, as a map. I think that would be really cool, and have the big yeah, globe. Yeah. Still have the big globe because I because I want to see my face. I want to see it ping down to Massachusetts. But you know, <laughs> that's that's what I think. That's my third and final useless in you know useless fixer upper. I, I like it, but you went a completely different route than I did. Okay, I'm I'm excited for yours. You're, you're like you're like thinking out. You're you're thinking way outside of the box. I'm just like, I'm going for the easy route. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's hey. Let me let me stop and just ask this: Are you having fun? Heck yeah! <laughs> that's what it's all about. That's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah. All right. All right. Discovery Island. Oh, I love. I I can't wait. I'm ready. <laughs> so, um. Me and John are frequent goers of Geyser Point, and I think we've told you that before. It's it's one of our late favorite little. Uh, we think it's like a, a hidden gem of Disney. You know, I don't think a lot of people that go to Disney know about it unless they're actually staying at Wilderness Lodge. Yep. And we sit there, and it's kind of an outdoor area. It's an outdoor bar, and um, you can actually see Discovery Island from sitting there. Mm. So it's just like it's you could do so much with it. Disney has all these amazing offerings. Like you can go fishing at Disney. I mean, I don't think a lot of people know about that. You can do so many other things that don't involve the theme parks that I think it would be really cool to bring back the zoo and do like an exotic type of little zoo there and have like a boat trip and just go on for, you know, I'm sure it would be outrageously expensive, $150 for a person, you know, I would pay it. To, yeah. to take that boat trip and you can have two to three families there at a time and just have these educators teaching you about these like different exotic animals because I mean Animal Kingdom you know they they have the animals but like and forgive me if I'm wrong because I don't really spend a lot of time at Animal Kingdom um, sure. hot topic it's not my or hot take I'm sorry <laughs> hot topic <laughs> hot take it's <laughs> it's not my favorite park it's my least favorite park so I don't really spend a lot of time there but they don't have um, like those exotic type animals that I'm thinking of, you know, and I don't, I don't think they have enough education on them. And I just think that'd be like a cool little thing to do, you know? And then 
you know, if you're sitting at Geyser Point or even at Wilderness Lodge and you're looking out and you're seeing these people take this boat ride, they're attracted to it. They're thinking like, hey, what's going on over there? And then, hey, that's more money being spent because people want to do this now. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, I think, listen, I, I've talked about, you know, with with uh, a, a number of different people that the train ride to, um, you know, that area could be the the step into Zootopia. And maybe with that, you have a river, you know, river adventure and mm -hmm. you get to meet all the different animals within that area. Um, but I do agree, you know, when one of the one of the things that I always really enjoyed about going to the zoo was was actually learning about the animals and mm -hmm. they do a real they do a phenomenal job on the safari itself of explaining and, and going over the different animals and their characteristics and their behaviors and, and things of that nature but you know having that sort of close encounter mm -hmm. with with animals was was sort of the allure of um of the zoo you know you got to see the iguanas and the the snakes and and they usually had some type of like not petting zoo but area that you could go in and I can remember there's a there's a place around here that has this big like deer area and you could go up and you could feed the deer and they would come mm -hmm. up to you and, and they're very friendly and they're very, you know, th that to me is a really cool idea. And you hit it. You hit it right on the head. And this is when Disney starts listening. They're like, oh, money. <laughs> we hear you. <laughs> because, yeah, because when you're over at Wilderness Lodge and you see this boat and you think. Oh, I wonder how they're doing that. I wonder, let me go talk to my front desk supervisor and let me go see what, mm -hmm. you know, how much does this cost? How, you know, how many people can I bring on this boat? And, you know, you're right. Like so many people don't know and don't understand. I was listening to Mark Valentine had um, someone who actually works at, or worked, I don't know that she still does, but she worked at the, one of the boat ramps where you could rent a, a boat and you could go out into the seven seas lagoon and you could, you know, sort of weave in between the, the ferry boats. And um, I think there are so many people who don't know that that's, that's a capability and a, 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 a function that you can take advantage of while mm -hmm. you're on vacation, because, you know, like we sort of touched on earlier, there are so many people who just go to the parks. I'm one of those people. I don't, yeah. I, I, I very rarely venture anywhere other than, you know, the, <laughs> the the outlets <laughs> to 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 go anywhere else you know we don't we go to the outlets and that's about it but there's so many other aspects like you can horseback ride you can fish you can do all these other things that you know again disney pushes what people know mm -hmm. they don't necessarily push the things that they don't know but if you were to see it if you were to really see that it's a tangible thing then then it becomes oh i wonder how i do that and, and then at that point, you can, the, the person interested can make the decision like, oh, I don't really need to do that. Or, mm -hmm. wow, I'm, I'm going to dish out the cash because that's an interesting experience that I can do while I'm in Disney. And that's, that's for people like us who have been to the parks many, many times. And, and at this point we say, all right, well, what else can I do? Exactly. So, great takes, Kathy. That was a lot you of fun. Too. I like that. <laughs> Me too. No, that was uh that was a lot of fun. I'm glad that I did that because I've sort of had that one kicking around for a while. Um the 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 spaceship earth one I've thought about I've had for a long, long time. Um but the 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 dance hall one just recently came. So well, they were all great. Kathy, thank you so much. I I 
I said it earlier. I'll say it again. I, I really love and care about you guys. I really appreciate the support that you gave me when I first started doing this. And I'm sort of in, I'm sort of in the, the driver's seat now. I'm, I'm pushing for you guys. I, I can't wait for, for more content from you guys. Um, I, I consistently tell people who are looking for stuff to listen to, to check you out because when you guys talk, I find myself talking too. And I'm like, Oh my God, that's, that's what, that's what we, I've, I've heard it said now, Mark said it, I've said it. Um, a number of people have said it, but it, that's what makes a good podcast is when, when you're having conversations with the people on the other side. And, uh, when I started listening to you guys, that was almost immediate. I was like, Oh my God, I could see myself hanging out with these guys. And then we did, we did. We had a great time. (laughs) We did. I can't wait for the next time. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. So thank you so much. I really, really appreciate your time. I really appreciate you coming in here on short notice to hang out with me and, uh, and being a supporter of, of everything that I'm doing. I really do appreciate that. And Wolfpack, please, 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 please. The last two guests that we've had have been John and Kathy from started with a mouse podcast. They are two of my favorite people. And they're also my favorite, but one of my favorite podcasts out there. So please take a moment to go like subscribe, find them, listen to them, Tell them how much you love them and care about them. And with that, all of that said, Kathy, thank you again. And um, Wolfpack, I'm going to ask you, as always, to remain kind. Go wash your hands, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>